Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Thursday, April 8th at Keeneland. Tom Leach, along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, will take a look at the late pick four on the Thursday card. And it starts in the sixth race with three-year-old maidens going nine furlongs on the turf. And uh, you and I were chatting before we started taping that we thought this was a, a really nice betting card and some uh, tough handicapping challenges. This is one of them right here. You get several horses coming up out of those tough Gulfstream uh, uh, maiden races. And uh, I uh, am going to go deep in this first leg of the pick four. But who did you like? I like everybody. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's a mile and eight turf, maiden special weight. I- great race uh very competitive i was i was looking at i went five deep in the pick four here um and my jockeys read like a hall of fame roster velasquez rosario i read ortiz luis saez and florent Giroux. now <laughs> one of the things that you look at this time of year because we got such a good jockey calling it here and, and rosario and and saez were so hot over the weekend you can never leave them out. But when you've got those jockeys, um, and Gaffley owns it here, Le Peru's in here. So it's very tough, very, very tough handicapping challenge. The five horses that I like, I like Southern District the best with our Red Ortiz for Chad Brown on the outside. Uh, ran well the first time out at uh, Gulfstream in a mile of 16. Um, got beat a length and a half. Went off at 9-1, to one, which was surprising for a Chad Brown first-time starter. But um, this horse is drawn outside. It doesn't matter much on a mile and an eighth race, I don't think, and uh, has the visual speed and gets Irene Ortiz uh, from Gaffleone. So uh, that would be my pick here. But I'm also going to use Performing Arts for Rosario, the eight horse for Brian Lynch. Caught a good turf course last time at, at Gulfstream. May not have liked it, but ran well opening uh, his first maiden uh, race in January. Alexander Valley for Bill Mott and Johnny Velasquez improving substantially over the last couple times on turf. Sailor's Review for Canelian Giroux. Actually ran a mile and eight that Gulfstream last time out and got beat three and a quarter. And Avenue for Todd Pletcher and Louis Saez. All the obvious horses here. You could go deeper here. You could, uh, Freddie Flintshire for Brendan Walsh uh, might have a shot in here coming out of Fairgrounds race. But like we talked yesterday, the Gulfstream races this time of year are stronger. And uh, all the horses that I picked came out of Gulfstream races. So, uh, Southern District is my pick, but I'm going to go five deep in the pick four. Same for me on the Gulfstream angle in this race. Um, I, uh, I'm going to try to beat Southern District, who's the probably the most likely winner, but drawn out in the 12-hole and uh, looks to have a running style that it's going to be tough to, to clear them. I'm going to go against him and on the thought that he might get a uh, wide trip in here. And I'm going to try to get Performing Arts home first. I like the 72 buyer figure in the debut for Brian Lynch. I think Rosario taking the ride is uh, noteworthy here. Horses worked well, and um, you took money in both starts, but not an overwhelming amount, so I think you'll get a decent price here. He's 4-1 to one on the morning line. Might float up a little bit in this field, so I'm going to take Performing Arts to win, but uh, I, too, am going to go deep. I like Southern District. I like Alexander Valley for Godolphin and Mott. Uh, Avenue for Pletcher and Saez. Uh, a couple of solid turf numbers there, and is drawn better than Southern District. Finished behind him last time, but gets a better post position draw here. And then Sailor's Return is the other one. Um, horse improved in his three-year-old debut, and I like that angle, so I'm going to use that one as well. Seventh race is an allowance optional claimer on the dirt at a mile and an eighth. 
And I like Promise Keeper in here a lot. I actually liked him a little bit going into the Tampa Bay Derby off how impressive he was in breaking his maiden on February 6th with a 77 buyer. And then he had uh, trouble in the Tampa Bay Derby, and it was a big ask anyway. So this is a more natural progression from that maiden win. And I, the one post position uh, is great. So I like Promise Keeper a lot in here. Good culture. Um, is uh, interesting, gets Rosario. The runner-up from uh, the last race uh, came back to win, so that's noteworthy. But um, the two kinetic skies worth a, looks, worth a look, third to proxy, a couple of starts back uh, for Brad Cox. And then uh, Plemon, I thought, was a little interesting uh, from the Delacour barn because this horse is bred to relish a mile and an eighth. So they take a look at that one as well. But Promise Keeper is the strong win pick here for me. How about you? I agree with you. I also use Kinetic Sky, though. Um, Promise Keeper, the question mark I have is, I mean, obviously, uh, Saez did not uh, persevere with him when he got in trouble last time out at Tampa Bay Derby, so I don't think that hurts him at all. Uh, he went off at 4-1 to one off a maiden special weight win in a grade 2 Tampa Bay Derby, so a lot of people liked him that day, including you. So I think he's a, a good win pick here, but I'm also going to use Kinetic Sky uh, very consistent. Um, you moved from Fairgrounds to Oakland in the optional 62 off his maiden win and uh, did not disgrace himself. Went off at two to one, second choice, and uh, only lost by two and a quarter. So he's put together three wins, three good races in a row. Uh, Brad, obviously, uh, has his horses cranked for Kingland, and I would not be surprised if this horse moves forward and challenges Promise, promise Keeper. Uh, I, I'm only going to use two here in the pick four. Um, uh, Warrior and Chief for McPeak uh, intrigues me a little bit. Uh, stretched out to a mile and eight to Gulfstream and faded in the end. But uh, second Lasix uh, back in Kentucky where he ran well at Churchill and, came, and Churchill last year. So uh, other than that, though, I think Promise Keeper and Static Sky gets you through this quarter. Eighth race is uh, an allowance feature. Non-winners of two other than back to the turf course at a mile and the 16th here. And where did you land in a, I think, a tough uh, race here with a big full field? Where did you land? Yeah. Uh, the, the big question mark is Ocean Atlantique uh, for Brendan Walsh and Arad Ortiz coming out of France. First time North America. Hadn't run since October. But has some nice time form rating. So they're 103 and 104 in Group 1 and Group 2, group two company. So that would be my pick here. Street ready the two for Landeros and Wilkes. Uh, ran really well in Transylvania back in July here, only lost by nose, and uh, probably needed the last race at Gulfstream off that layoff, but ran okay, uh, got beat by Sayar on Fountain of Youth Day, and Sayar went wire to wire, and the horse never, the street ready never had a chance to close. So I'll give him a big shot. Um, silence uh, for uh, Sherry DeVoe probably is the controlling speed here. Um, and only lost by two links to a really good horse and Olympic runner last time out at Gulfstream. And then Opry for Louis Saez and Todd Pletcher, uh, well-regarded last out at Gulfstream and, and disappointed, but uh, has some back class, uh, ran the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Turf uh, in 2018 at Churchill, and has been consistently in the 80, 89 to 90 buyer range. So... Um, those horses, um, I also like Chad Brown's horse, Vintage Print, on the outside. 
coming out of the Transylvania Street Ready did beat him that day, and, and he's going to need a race, too, I think. So a uh, very competitive field, but uh, going to go four deep here. I would take Redmond Walsh and the, uh, the shipper from overseas, Ocean Atlantic. That horse uh, is intriguing because uh, of the unknowns there and the form that he had in Europe. So I would uh, suggest to folks that are listening to this, we're taping this on Wednesday, and uh, if you get to see the Today at Keeneland show, uh, we're going to interview uh, Brendan Walsh about this horse. So that'll be on the uh, Thursday Today at Keeneland show. So make sure you you, uh, check that out. I ended up going to Street Ready. Um, Needed this horse in the Transylvania last year for a nice score. Um, I think I had the exacta, but... uh, Hit him in other ways if he had gotten up just narrowly lost. And he obviously likes this turf course. Um, he's kept very good company. I mean, you see the horses that he's run against, like Smooth Like Straight and Decorated Invader, and has uh, been right there. It, the horse ran an 86 buyer last time out in his uh, first start of the year, and that is equal to the best buyer figure he's ever run. So I thought that was noteworthy when he equaled his best fig off a layoff that he ought to improve in the second start. And if he does, somewhere into the, the 90s would be um, very, very tough to beat here. So I'm going to take street ready. Don't know if we'll get the 8-1, to one, but uh, that's a nice price. Opry was my second pick for Pletcher. Could also improve in the third start off the layoff. Ocean Atlantique, for the reasons that you mentioned, from the Walsh Barn. And then I, uh, I like Vintage Point for Chad Brown. I like uh, Baker's Bay, just... For Suge, on the angle, I think this horse has got some ability, but you know, this is a step up in class. He's in good form right now, but this might be a little too much at the moment. We'll see, but just in case, I want to have that one in there. And then Silenced, uh, that you mentioned with the opportunity to perhaps control the pace um, at 8-1, to one, I think is definitely worth including on the tickets. But Street Ready, for me, is the win pick. Ninth race is a maiden claimer, 40000 at six furlongs. Uh, there was a price in here that intrigued me. The three-horse Gunner Paul, I think it's 15-1 to for Catalano coming up from the fairgrounds. And this horse uh, faced a a really good field in the debut race. And uh, Catalano uh, wins here uh, at the spring and fall meets and with regular day and sometimes sneaks in a price. And uh, this horse uh, gets Giroux and uh, I just think is is intriguing in a kind of wide-open race. Perspective made a big improvement in the first start for Danny Gargan. Gets Saez to ride. Uh, Got to throw that one on there. Cornbread Hill, uh, it's Wesley Ward, 42% with horses making their debut in Maiden Claiming Company and uh, drawn down on the inside. Going to include that one as well. If you want to go deeper, you could add Quality Warrior off that 71 buyer fig, uh, an improvement last time. So... They'll have a strong opinion in here, but Gunner Paul is an intriguing price play to me. What about you in the ninth? I can't argue with that. Uh, I did not use Gunner Paul, but that shows me how deep this race is. I mean, for a maiden $40,000, it's a, it's a tough, tough exercise. You know, and that's the, the other I thing went, on that horse. I just uh, went back and noticed. He's dropping out of straight maiden company, and that's always a, a big drop when you go to maiden claiming from straight maiden. So, and it's 12 to 1 on the morning line, not 15, but... That's another interesting angle, but go ahead. Yeah, and two horses came out of that race and and, and won back, run Classic and Warrant. Uh, so uh, it was a good race. Uh, Catalano, the, the one thing that kind of bothers you a little bit is they put him in made special weight. Uh, he doesn't run well, and they drop him the next time out. So that means that, that they think he was over his head in the made special weight, and they're willing to 
get rid of them forty thousand, and they gave one hundred fifty, or you sold for one hundred fifty. So that's a that's a question mark. But you made some good points about Gunnar Paul, and if you're going deep, you would need to to uh, include him. I like Cornbread Hill here for Wesley Ward, first time starter against Velasquez. Um, been working steady for Wesley, and, and uh, four year old debut though uh, hadn't been out. As, as a four-year-old, so they've obviously had some issues getting him to the races. Uh, Wesley's already four for nine with uh, stakes race, well, I think four stakes race wins um, already, and so uh, he's hot. Um, he's no angel. First time starter for Brad Cox gets Irad Ortiz, obvious must use, and I am going to use Quality Warrior. I thought that race at Oakland uh, was a big step up for him, and he comes here off that one, just a neck loss at a Maiden 20, uh, I think a little bit more of him. They dropped him out of Maiden Special Weight, and that shows you what kind of improvement that you can make. He ran six, got beat by 17 lengths in Maiden Special Weight, and came back and almost won a 20,000 Maiden. So I think he fits here as well. Um, going to go four deep when he gets to the pick four. Um, with those four horses, I could be talked into going a little deeper, but uh, going to stick with that. Let's go to our pick four tickets. How does yours look? Well, I couldn't get a single, so I'm spending a little more money than I normally do, but I think this sequence has, has potential to have some really good payoffs, so I didn't mind spending the $80 that I'm going to tell you about. So I used five horses in the first leg, the five horses we talked about, Sailor's Return, uh, Avenue, Alexander Van, Valley, Performing Arts, and Southern District, the 12, which is my top pick. So two, five, seven, eight, twelve. Uh, second leg, I did stick with only two horses there, Promise Keeper, the one, and Kinetic Sky, the two. Uh, in the eighth race, the allowance, I went with four horses, one, two, eight, nine, with uh, Osley, Street Ready, Ocean, Atlantique, my top pick, and Silence. And then the last leg, I, I could go deeper, but one, four, seven, eight, with Cornbread Hill, Perspective, um, No Angel, and Quality Warrior. Uh, so that's an eighty dollar ticket two five seven eight twelve with one two with one two eight nine with one four seven eight. I did find a single in uh, Promise Keeper, so uh, I've got a sixty dollar ticket going five deep to start two five seven eight twelve, then single Promise Keeper the one, then I'll use one two eight nine eleven twelve six deep in the allowance feature one three four eight in the last leg, and. Again, you get Street Ready in there. That's eight to one that I like. Uh, Gunner Paul's twelve to one. So, I think you're right. If you can uh, catch a price or two, this could be a nice pick for. So, sixty dollar ticket for me. And we should uh, remind folks, Jim, as we're rolling into the first full week of the spring meet, that you've got your an- annual uh, Grade One gamble coming up on Saturday for contest players. And anybody that wants to get in, there's still time, right? There is. We are. Uh at Keeneland, but you can also play on ExpressBet, on uh, TVG, or on NairaBet. So it's a $3,000 buy-in with a $2,000 live bankroll. Going to have probably 200 players, so first prize will be 40000 plus a BCBC plus an NHC spot. So you got potential to walk away if you build your bankroll. It'll probably take 20000 to win it, so you could walk away with eighty dollars to $90,000 if you have a really good day on Saturday. We've got a great card. I did it on Saturday this time instead of Sunday because uh, I, I usually have limited dining on Saturday, so I can't get the big dining room, but I only have about 60 players playing at Keeneland. So um, that it, it's going to be a great tournament, and, and Saturday's card 
if, if you have a look down the road, it's, it's got a, got a potential to be uh, nearly as good as the bluegrass card last weekend. And you've got uh, folks, if you follow handicapping, these are some of the biggest names on the handicapping circuit that are going to be playing in this. So it'll be fun to follow along, even if you're not playing. But if you would like to jump in, there is still an opportunity to do so, as Jim said. Uh, we'll come back with a Friday podcast. It'll be Maker's Mark Mile Day on the Friday card at Keelan. But good luck on Thursday with the In the Money podcast from KeelanSelect.com.